Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. The last three verses of Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, the renunciation of actions in knowledge. We have seen so far how we can get that point of reaching a state of mind where my mind says everything is being done by myself other than the limited ego that I consider myself. It's a training of my mind to see the things differently. So right now, that which I'm taking on me, the burden of my own actions, I relieve myself of that. And nothing really changes, but everything changes for me. The world remains as is, because I have no control over it. My interaction with the world remains the same, but my perception of what I'm doing and my relationship to the world changes completely. Where I start seeing myself as part of the same world, which is the manifestation of that ultimate reality which pervades everything, and which we have understood intellectually, because there is nothing that can exist without that ultimate reality. Without the existence itself, there is no existence. And the existence is only there from where the existence came out of it, which is that singular entity which manifested as this many. But my mind currently is not trained to see it that way, so I see I as a separate entity and the world is the separate entity. And we have seen in this chapter that by performing yagna, in other words, Developing a discipline for my mind that I can train my mind to a point to start accepting the reality as is, not color it through my ego. Well, how can I get this? You must find guidance and have faith in it. I may find guidance, but I don't have faith in it. I won't be able to get it. Sraddhavan labhate gnanam, very essential quality I need to develop is sraddha, the faith. And we always say, well, what is the point of learning all of that because it's just intellectual hair splitting, not getting me anywhere. No, that's your journey to achieve faith. My faith cannot come just because somebody tells me so. My faith comes from my understanding. When I understand this is reality, I'll have a faith. Previously, somebody said, you know, this is how computer works. Well, I don't understand it. Once that PC came along, and you and I started playing with it every day, now we understand how the computer really works. We have direct experience of understanding that. 
So all the arguments we have about, well, this knowledge, you know, it's hair splitting. No, it is not. You're reaching a point where you will have a chance to develop sraddha. So the first thing is sraddhavan labhate gnanam. Prepare yourself to a point where you have this first quality, most essential quality to gain this knowledge is sraddha. To have faith. Faith in this knowledge that this is correct, this is the goal of my life, and I will get there. Then obviously we have seen two other qualities. Sanyad Indriya. Have control over your senses. Your enemy right now is your own limited self, which is right now controlled by the senses. Because the mind is controlled by my senses. What I see, what I hear, what I experience affects my mind. To help my mind, I train my senses, I control my senses. So that's sanyata indriyaha. And then the third quality we have seen is tatparaha. You need to be really anxious to get this. Then only you will get it. If we all know that. That if we have okay desire, that if it is okay if I get it, if I don't, okay, no chance. It is only when we keen level, this is what I want, and work for it that I get it in life. So having that strong desire to achieve it. And how does that come about? By experiences you go through in life. More we go through, more we realize the fallacy of this world. Or the fallacy of the assignment I have given of happiness to this world. That there is happiness in acquiring things. There is happiness in aggrandizing things. So once I reach a point and say, no, no, I need to find something very permanent because everything so far I've seen is impermanent. And once I've developed the sraddha, I have a chance to develop my mind and intellect to achieve that knowledge. That's what Bhagawan said so far. But then he said, what happens if you don't get to the point of your own sraddha? The next verse which we had seen was says, Agnascha, asraddhanascha, sansayatma vinashyati. One who has no faith, who is constantly doubting, he will perish. We take this thing as a very harsh statement and say, what do you mean by he will perish? We don't say all this doubting people perishing. It basically says your goal in life is to achieve your happiness. Achieve the state where there is no sorrow. You had been evolving from your many, many lives to achieve that. And now, when you reach the point where you have the, the right equipment to do that, you're doubting that. Whether is that the goal of life? And that will devolve you back into what you have done already before. Suffer through this world. So your evolutionary path has been reverted back to where you started. And therefore, it's a vinashadi. All your efforts are vain. It's like we have started something, come to the end of it, and then we drop it. Then you have to start all over again. It always reminds me of my first driving license experience in Zambia. You see, all these uh, places where you have driving license tests, they have something, you can do this, a written exam, and then do that. You are through that. For some reason in Zambia, it was very unique. Uh, it has a three-part exam. 
one part is the written exam second part is there are set of drums they put then you have to reverse into those drums from two sides and then third obviously to go on the road and he makes you do parallel parking all that the second part was always the most difficult one that you have to reverse from come from one side and reverse into that you take the test and you do the first part do the second part and he said oh boy i made it through this time and obviously you can imagine i was about 20 something years old and never driven in my life in india and i took the test first time i did that second part clear the grades great failed on the road test so i said well, that's fine i just need to take a road test no no you have to take it all over again you start the first part again so you start the first part well i failed in the second part so you have to start all over again and i took about seven tests before i could clear the all three of them because you fail in one or the other you have to start all over again this life is like that bhagwan said you fail one of this you have to start all over again the key is not to fail in any one of them so have faith agnastya one who does not have any of this knowledge is ignorant about this one is sansayatma has heard before but he has a doubt we are all actually sansayatma because we will talk about that in day to day life and say yeah yeah bhagavad gita says that but i need to run my business what does that really mean i really didn't have any faith here we constantly doubt what we think is right we have accepted it when it comes to application we doubt it there is a sansayatma astraddha dhanascha and who no faith people like mahatma gandhi is a complete faith he learned this one time and said this is what it says and therefore to apply it and be successful at it so one who has the faith he will succeed one does not have self vinashyati vinashyati his his effort so far has been in vain you start all over again to get to a point where you have the faith na ayam loko asti na paraha na sukham sansayatmanaha and why do we really have doubts about this because we want to succeed in this life well it's okay sunday morning but monday through friday ask me what i have to go through i want to succeed there first then i'll do this well that's a wrong way to look at it i remember uh, when swami chinmayananda in the last time we met him we were at the dallas airport and he was going to go to san diego and mina sitting there and mina was very close to swami ji sir swami ji but this is very difficult you know and uh, this two lives of you know we have to do this and then order to do this and so i don't know how how to balance it swami ji said why are you making two lives just a one it's all one whether you do it on monday morning or sunday morning that's your life it's part of your life and it's only one life do not make it into two separate lives make it a one life and i say then it will be easy we think achieving spiritual goal is one thing and achieving a secular goal in life success in life is separate goal actually bhagavad gita is one and the same goal but we have doubts and therefore no i am loco even in this world a doubter will never be a successful person and he will never have any happiness 
because we are constantly doubting. Well, right now this is all going right, but I have this feeling something is going to go wrong. Somebody has asked, what makes you feel very nervous? He said, well, everything when going right, it makes me very nervous. <laughs> there must be something I'm missing out. Why things are all perfectly okay? I remember there's one project we were doing. I showed up on a site after about eight months and asked the contractor's project manager, well, is there any problem? What's going on? Is there anything we need to do here? And he said, you know, Neil, what bothers me is that nothing is going wrong here. <laughs> because we are so used to, of, in our construction industry, things going wrong every day. So when things are not going wrong, I said, well, I'm just so afraid that there may be something I'm missing out. We are so used to of unhappiness that we just can't think our life without that. And Bhagavan says, you need to get out of that. That's not what you should be. That's not your true nature. For a person who has the doubt about this, he does not even have any chance of success in this world or the other. So therefore, the prescription in the last two verses is very, very simple. It's the yoga, sanyasta karmanam, gnana sanchinna sansayam, atmavantam, Na karmani nibadnanti dhananjaya. Actions will not bind a person who is one who has renounced all actions by yoga. Not physically renouncing actions, but renouncing actions mentally through yoga. Yoga, union with my higher self. Union with my higher goal. When we have a higher goal, the small things in between doesn't bother us because we are one with our higher goal. Olympians, we have talked about. Once they have a higher goal, the other things they have to give up in life or inconveniences which you and I see is, is not inconvenienced for them. They actually enjoy doing that. So once you have united with your goal, Gnana Sanchinna Sansayam, you have cut your doubt with the sword of knowledge. With your knowledge, you have removed that doubt. The knowledge, you have been doing that intellectually to understand what is the goal of my life. You come to the conclusion that this is what I need. That's where I developed Shraddha. I have destroyed those doubts. Atmavantam. Now you are established in yourself. You are trying to achieve a state where you will be constantly aware of your true self. As I said, Swami Tejamananda made me realize a long, long time ago. So, Swamiji, what is Samadhi? I said, you are already in a constant state of Samadhi. Except this Samadhi is right now about my, this limited self. I'm constantly aware of this being me. I never have to make any efforts to keep reminding this is me, this is me, that's not you, this is me. That's not because I'm in a constant state of that equanimous knowledge that this is me. Now I have to change that and say, this, what I consider me, is part of this world, not other than this world. Once I have achieved that Atmavantam, now all the actions performed by me are not binding to me because either it is performed by my body, by my mind or my intellect, but not by me. And therefore, they are not binding to me. And the last verse says, 
तस्मात् ज्ञानसंभूतम् हृत्स्थम् ज्ञानासिन आत्मनः चित्वेनम् संसयम् योगम् आतिष्ट उत्तिष्ट भारत therefore you get up and with that knowledge slay that doubt with the sword of knowledge and then establish yourself in yoga yoga of your goal become one with your goal to be always in a state of bliss always in a state of happiness where there is no sorrow and there is no unhappiness once you remove one part of the coin other part cannot exist happiness and unhappiness as we have seen are the two sides of the same coin once i remove one other cannot remain if i remove the idea of happiness from my mind unhappiness will go away automatically it is my constant desire to experience happiness is creating unhappiness if i take that goal out of my mind that i want to be happy and not unhappy then i'll experience the state of bliss where there is no sorrow establishing one in that yogam uttishta so now what do i supposed to do sit back and relax and say i don't need to do anything but once and now get up and do your actions so in the end we all have to do what we are doing continue doing what needs to be done which is expected of me by the role which i have chosen to play in this world i decided to be an architect i decided to be a father i decided to be a husband i decided to be teacher of this class whatever i decided assigned duties come with that role and i need to just get up and do it without any doubt whether that is right or wrong whether this will get me to my state or not and then i'll achieve what i am looking for with that we have completed chapter 4 and we will start chapter 5 om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayah sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bave om shantihi 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 hari yo श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ